Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. I saw Tony Bennett said he has Alzheimer's disease. Oh, I've wow. had it since 2016. Shares he has cognitive issues. Did you count the years? Yes. I was like, okay, five. Uh, but multiple other areas of his brain are still resilient and functioning well. He's doing so many things at 94 that many people without dementia cannot do. I did see, and just reminded me, I saw your Instagram that you said your dad didn't have a good weekend. Oh, yeah. He's just on a, a, he's on a decline. And I think that that's just hard for him, but he has a great attitude about it. And it's just hard for him to do certain things. And I mean, even his memory is sometimes, you know, he has to feed himself in a feeding tube and I'll call and check on him because I'm not allowed to go to his apartment and because of COVID. And I'm like, hey, did you eat today? And he'll be like, yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner. But I don't even know sometimes if he remembers. So he's been going sometimes hours and hours with no food or water. But nobody, it's just, it's like a thing. So then he's struggling uh, with that. I think it's, it's hard aging. Like I, but, but Tell me about again, it. his attitude, I know I'm like aching cause I'm like turning 40 and then he's just like, he's just got a great attitude about it. He talks to himself, he encourages himself a lot. Like every step he takes, easy does it, easy does it. You, Do you got think this. that's because he's been alone for so long with COVID that he's had to develop communication with himself? Oh, the talking to himself is yeah. definitely cause of COVID, but now I'm hearing how positive he is towards himself out loud. It's not like he's like, oh, because you could, it makes me think of, I could be hearing him say, oh, dang it, right foot, you stupid right foot, you know, because yeah. I think he's frustrated. But what comes out is easy does it. You got this right foot, left foot. So it's encouraging mm-hmm. and it, it's contagious. That sounds like me when I'm cursing myself trying to do a TikTok dance. Right <laughs> yeah, foot, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> left foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'll see one and I'll say, hey, Caitlin, do this dance with me. And then she'll be like, okay. And then we'll look at it and she'll go, got it. And I'm like, I can't get it. And then I, <laughs> five minutes, and I'm like, screw it. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I don't want to do this one anymore. Yeah. She's a good dancer. But that, I, that's all that about your dad. I didn't ask you off air, so I'm glad that that's what it was. Yeah, no, but he's he's doing good given his current circumstances. And this later this week, he'll get a second vaccine shot. So hopefully, I think then two weeks after that, then I guess he's con- considered in the clear, maybe? After the second shot, yes. Yeah, I think you take yes. the second shot and then two weeks after that. He can still carry it. He just he can't get it. Cannot be affected by it, right? Uh, and well, it depends. Some the Johnson and John. I'm super. I'm hyper reading. The okay, COVID well, stories. he got the the Moderna, Pfizer, the Pfizer. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Good then. The Johnson and Johnson is a single dose, one shot. Not as uh, preventative of all COVID, but when you if you do get it, if you're like in the thirty percent that do get it, it's not bad. Okay. So nobody got really sick with it once they got the one shot. Some people still got it, but it was very light symptom. So it kept people from being extremely sick, but he's not getting that one, obviously. No. Yeah. Got Well, he had Pfizer. He had a few symptoms, but like nothing too no, crazy. No, no. I mean, if you get the Johnson & Johnson one, you can still get COVID. Oh. But it, it but nobody in the 40,000 people that tested got COVID so bad that made them really sick. Mm. Gotcha. Extreme, like you're going to get, some people are going to get symptoms from- The shot. The shot. Right. But actually getting COVID- Heck, it's still possible with Moderna or Pfizer. It's like 90-something percent. So there's still 6% of people, 5% of people that can get COVID, but not so bad that it will make you extremely sick or kill you. Gotcha. But Johnson & Johnson was just a little less, but the benefit is it's just one shot. Mm. Does that all make sense? Yeah. yeah. You're reading and a I, lot about this stuff? <laughs> I, so I read every day, all the time. I read, listen to podcasts about it. Do you know which one you would prefer or do you, which, you care? Whichever one they want to give me. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's true. I can't get it yet. <laughs> so here's my arm. You know, I was reading a story about Elvis back whenever they were given the polio vaccine. And, 
you know, you got to understand there are always people that speak out against vaccines, right? They're always like, this is not right or real. We're not going to get this. It's, as long as there has been modern medicine, it's almost like people going, well, that ain't country music. Right. And eventually, whenever there's a guy named Garth Brooks who people are, keep telling that ain't country music is so big, he changes how country music is. But they did that to Johnny Cash, to Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. The same thing with medicine. You're having people always go, I don't trust it. We're not going to do this. And the polio vaccine was one. They were doing that too as well. And they were like, we ain't getting it. Well, freaking Elvis got it. Boom, over. Everybody wanted it then. Yeah. Elvis was like, oh, hey, Bird Mom, I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Like basically, he, mm-hmm. he was like, I'll t-, and they did it on TV. Oh, yeah. And once so Elvis, he's the, a spokesperson he was the for face. the- um, He was an influencer. Mm. So once Elvis did it, everybody did it. Yeah. But again, in three years, everybody will get the vaccine. It'll be on to something else. Oh, we don't trust this. But that's this is just how it works, and it's how it's always going to be. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people going, I don't trust it. It can't be real. This is some sort of hoax. And then everybody gets it, and most people are okay. And then it happens again. Rinse, repeat, you know? Yeah. But I have a friend who signed up on an email list. He's 45. And they were like, if you can get down here in the next hour, we'll give it to you. Because if we don't give it, it's going to go bad. So he went and he got it. And then once you get that first one, you're automatically lined up to get the second one because cool. they want to waste the first one. So he goes back in like two or three weeks, gets the second one. Nice. Oh, did y'all see that story of the, like the, there was a traffic jam in a snowstorm somewhere on the highway and there was a truck carrying some of the, some healthcare workers had the vaccine and they were stuck literally in this bad weather. So the vaccines, they were worried about them going bad. So they started hopping out and administering them to people that were also stuck in the, snowstorm so that way they didn't go bad and i guess they just i don't i didn't read the whole story to see how it went but i don't know if they just like knocked on windows hey we got the vaccine do you want it and then i'm like how official is this so the truck driver is like all right let me see your arm <laughs> right so i mean they were healthcare nurses yeah. were administering i'm sure it, once they but... explained themselves everybody was stuck right it's like these are gonna go bad yes but what a story to be like i got vaccinated in a traffic jam but i would take it right now any of them. You say, which one would I take? Any of them. Mm-hmm. And today. You know, it's a bummer too about the protesters is, and again, this was just a headline I saw on Instagram, so maybe y'all know more, but like at Dodger Stadium or something, the, there was the a pile of- anti-vaxxers protested yes. at Dodger Stadium so people couldn't get in and get the vaccine. Right. And so they shut it down. Oh, man. That, okay, protest, but don't block people from getting it. I mean, it's your right if you want to protest, but when you cause it to block, like someone, that's their shot to get it. That's not cool. Couldn't have said it better myself. That is not cool. Not cool. cool. <laughs> You're welcome. I Dude. was, um, I follow a couple places too that do some heavy posting about just COVID, medicine, the vaccine. Um, so I'm on Instagram looking through and then I, I flip through this other account and they're talking about Southern Charm. Because I go straight, I don't watch Southern Charm, but I'm doing all this, I'm super back. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting educated. I'm learning. And then, and I'm, re- it's just uh, text. And so I think I'm reading the same kind of story. I'm like, okay, but I've went to an, I've gone to another account without realizing, and I'm like, why are they talking about Southern Charm on this medical account? Turns out it wasn't the medical account, but it's some girl, blonde girl. Do you watch Southern Charm? Who hooks up I, with a bunch of people? I have watched it, but I, I don't. It's been years. Hey, I had Craig. Caitlin likes Southern Charm a lot, uh-huh. and there's some girl. It's the massive story now that she cheated with. She hooked up with a baseball player, oh. a former baseball player who's married, who they think is a Rod. Um, the a. a, a Somebody else who rumored, but I kind of know. And I'm like, what? Wait, you kind of know this person. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm just like, I don't, first of all, I don't know if it's true. 
I hope it's not true. Probably not true. But all my worlds collided right there. And that was on a medical... No, no. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't. It's, my point is it's the only reason I read this because I thought I was reading a medical post okay. on Instagram. <laughs> so you were really intrigued. I'm, and I'm like, this blonde, Southern oh, Charm. Oh, she must be new to Southern Charm. What's her name? Madison LaCroix. That, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Does it's, it say who's... A-Rod. Yeah, does it say who the other... Don't, don't say it out loud. Football player? Well, to find this person, I typed in baseball. So let me type in football next. Now I want to see this. Hold on. Let me see. It may not pop up. Oh, well, it says here Craig Canover is the one that accused her. And that's the guy that was on my podcast. Let me see. I didn't know Southern Charm was on Broadway. Oh. Oh. Why are you doing your fingers? Because that's the football player. Let me see. Well, it's related to this person. No, she was dating him. That was that was the guy. No, that that's Jay Cutler, and whenever they were together, and mm-hmm. then he was like, "No, we're not." And then she posted texts. Um, it's a different one. Jeez. Okay, I'll, I didn't type in enough info because I just typed in football. And well, the rumor just. But yeah, that was another one. Let me just type it for you. <laughs> Golly, every headline they just say football star because they want to make you click on it. I'm like, just tell me in the headline. Do you s- click click in the he- click in? Okay. Clicking. To see if it says it. <laughs> oh, I don't. Do I not know this? Oh see. no, that's her boyfriend on the show. Oh, I don't see that in. You can't see yet. that on the camera, right? No. Mm-mm. But I saw it. <laughs> it. I just came across Jay Cutler again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the one that 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 was a big story. Yeah, and they're divorced now. Now they're the rumors are it's this that that. Person. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Which I don't listen. Don't believe anything unless it's proven. People can hit you with a blind item. People I, like to just throw names out there, too. I tell you, my, I didn't do this segment today purposefully. You know what I'm talking about, Mike? Yep. The blind item one? Yep. It's not true. How about Carrie Underwood? They're, they were like, Carrie Underwood came into the, the, the store and was with her assistant and only would talk to her assistant. Her assistant had to talk to, to us, not, not her. And I'm like, that's just not true. That, oh, no. That is absolutely, but that's my point about these. Just don't believe them until there's some substance there because I'm telling you for a fact, Carrie Underwood is one of the nicest people. She's a little shy. She's shy for sure. But there is zero chance that she wouldn't look you in the eye and talk to you. Zero chance she would make somebody else talk to you instead of her. Just not happening. No, like she's, I've run into Carrie at the mall inside free people doing her own shopping, no assistant, just walking around in the middle of the day. And yes, was as sweet as could be. Mike, when you read that, did you believe it? Not really. What was it from? Uh, find it. Ah, don't worry about it. That's not good. There's also the thing too. Like we really don't know what anyone's going through. Like say say th- whatever this testimony is true or whatever. But like, what if she's recording an album and she has to be on vocal rest and she's literally just like, hey, will you tell him please? I need this. Or well, whispering's worse than. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't. Then you don't know. go. To, then you probably don't go to the store. Okay. But I'm saying I, that's not. How they wrote it just didn't happen. So my point is, when I read this, I was like, I need to readjust myself because just because I read it doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. Not the carry one, the you other one. should always think, think like that. So when there's ever, and I aspire to have blind items about me one day. <laughs> you aspire. <laughs> it's a goal of yours. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, and don't believe them until you know there's something to believe because I know that one isn't true. Uh, let's see here. I got a couple of things. I do want to mention the the lunchbox story, and I'm just going to say Eddie's the one that's going to call lunchbox out here. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I don't have Shocking. all the de- I don't have all the details. <laughs> uh, I just I just know what I've been told. Go ahead. Uh, I've been told by someone that Lunchbox is allowing a friend of his who's having car problems park their car at our at our work. I guess their car is out of commission, so he's like, just store it in our garage. It's okay till you get things figured out. I'm pretty sure that if the company found out about there was a junker sitting in our garage right now, they would not like it. Well, now they know. Well, no, I'm waiting for lunchbox. Go ahead. Well, well, let's see. <laughs> they, they were going. They were going out of town for five days. They didn't want to leave it parked on the street in front of their house. So I said, park it at the station. Everybody's working from home. No problem. But it's a nicer car than Eddie, so I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. Why are we calling it a junker? Because yeah. I heard yeah, that. It, it's, a, it's an Audi. I mean, oh, if you want. Yeah, part. I mean, it's better than Eddie's car. But, yeah, it's the neighbor. <laughs> they were going out of town for five days. And I was like, yeah, when I just park it at the station. When you get back, just I'll bring you in. You can get it. And that's what we did. So I thought it was a pretty noble thing of me to do. But thanks, Eddie, for <laughs> pointing out my good deeds. I appreciate that. Pat on my back for being a good neighbor. So now we, we, we're a car storage place. So if anybody needs to store their car for a week or two, they can do it in our garage. What do you think about that? I don't think it's that bad. I mean, we if if we were at full capacity, because parking sometimes is an issue, but since, yes, a lot of people are working from home, and I know where Lunchbox lives, there's a lot of car robbery type situation so he was trying to help his neighbor out to feel safe going out of town did you bring this to the show Hmm. he was hoping to make me look bad no no no, hold on because a you just wanted some content you thought it'd be funny to talk about or b you really felt like he shouldn't be using our garage for someone who doesn't work there when someone comes to me and says hey Lunchbox is doing this. Oh, some, so someone came and told you. Oh, totally. Yeah. Lunchbox is doing this. Has he told you about this, or have you guys talked about this at all? I'm like, no, but this is fantastic. Thank you. I will bring it up to the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went down. So you weren't in real life offended. You just well, there, be a there, funny bit. There, there's really like no cars in the garage. <laughs> like it's he's not taking anyone's space. But seriously, like at all the places that I've worked before, like if I did that, they would be like, get that who's get that car out of here. It also wasn't COVID time. Before it's true when you work there, it's true. And it's also funny. Lunchbox called you out for saying a junker when that person has a nicer car than you. <laughs> that's true. I, know. I heard it was like a broken down car. Is what I heard. That'd have been different. Yeah, it's what I thought. If something's up on <laughs> blocks, blocks, <laughs> because Le- because what happens stuff. a lot of times is people they uh, have a broken down car and like my uncle's garage, they were broken down cars there for like years, and he was like, I'll get to it someday. Next thing you know, there's 10 broken down cars that he never got to. I, that's what I pictured our garage looking like. And if you go in the downstairs garage, I mean, someone stores their jet ski there. So, I mean, is it really that big a deal? <laughs> is that you? <laughs> no, my jet ski's gone. They got, Remember it, it floated it flo- off. Oh, yeah. It floated off in a flood. It was mm-hmm. taken by the nat- all nature. It's Did you get gone. insurance money on that? No, I had liability only. Oh, oh man. man, sorry, dude. That stinks. Yeah, very sad. But so, yeah, I don't think, I mean, we could store boats up here, whatever. It doesn't matter because <laughs> people use it for jet skis, and we don't say anything to that. I wonder if it's like a stationed jet ski that they would take out in the summertime for, like, boat patrol prize Stop giveaways. It. That'd be cool. No, no, it's someone's boat. It's someone's jet ski. Uh, check out Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. You're looking for a new podcast to listen to. Chuck's talking about good news and country music and his thoughts on getting married at a young age. He also has an exciting announcement and addresses some uh, text from listeners and talks about how social media has changed the music industry. It is a funny podcast. Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. Also, Movie Mike's movie podcast. Mike is answering questions that listeners have about movies. What happens financially when a movie is a box office failure? What's the best website to find out where movies are streaming? 
plus a review of two new movies, Palmer and The Little Things. There you go. Check those out on your when you're looking for podcasts today. Let's see here. I always make a list of stuff I wanted to mention. I did put three new CDs on my jukebox at home as I'm trying to do a, a hundred CDs. Uh, I did Garth Brooks in Pieces. Here's American Honky Tonk Bar Association. Eddie hit me this morning. He goes, in pieces, huh? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting take. I mean, I wouldn't have picked that one, but. Oh, I have a lot of Garth Brooks going in. I pretty much have them all. Good. And that's one of them all. Well, my thing was I, I recommended the the hits, and yeah. you can just get it all in one yeah. CD. But it's okay. If you want to do all those, you can. It's Thank your you. jukebox. Also, uh, August and Everything After from Counting Crows. Come that on. record. Mr. Jones. And then Kenny Rogers' greatest hits went in over the weekend as well. You got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold Is that how you're doing it? Like little three, four, five CDs at a time? Well, I started putting them up on my um, TikTok. I did one, then I did two, then I did three. I don't want to put a hundred of them up. So I think next time I'll do four, mm-hmm. then five, maybe like that. Cool. So, But it's a fun project for me to do at the it's house. exciting, anyway. man. I just owned no CDs until... I started ordering. Now they're coming all the time, though. It's like a package a day. <laughs> That's like you're back in junior high. Uh, there's a poll on Mike D. If he wants to get pepper sprayed, if we should pepper spray him. I'm thinking we should do it on Friday's show. Because... Who's doing it? Probably. Well, I think we'll do it at my house. Outside. We can't do it at the radio station. Oh, right. You don't want to get them involved. Legal yeah. issues. Okay, but you, so are you doing it? No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to hurt him. Mike, what's the poll at? It's at 57% yes, pepper spray me. He wants it. It's not like he's losing a bit. Mm-hmm. He wants to know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Very different. Yeah, so you should do it to him. You don't have a problem with that, do you, Bones? What? Spraying him in the eye? He wants it. <laughs> are you sure you want this? <laughs> I am 100% sure I want Why, this. Why, though? I just want to feel what, what it, the sensation is and if I can take it. I feel like I can handle it. Are you going to f- find the pepper spray? I have it, yes. You have it right now? Yep. Carry it with me. I think on Friday's show then. You're going to have to do it. We give the guy what he wants. Mm-hmm. And you want me to do it? Yeah. Now, do I just go, or do I go, no, I, want a, oh, I want a good spray. You do? Good. <laughs> he wants a good spray. What's wrong with him? Are you going to have your glasses on? No, I'll take them off. Well, I don't understand, though. Like, why, like I know... That if I were to fall off the roof and land on my back and my shoulder, that would hurt. Yes. Yeah, but you don't want to try it. But I want to do it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get shot. And he does. Heck, he wants to do a bulletproof <laughs> I know, he neck. brought that up too. I'm, like, that what? I have, I'm not doing it all. No chance, dude. No way. Okay, I think on Friday's show, okay. if you really want it, I'll shoot you in the face with pepper spray. Yes, let's do it. What does your fiance say about that? She thinks it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Do you like pain? Yeah. You'd like pain? I like pain. What? There might be a deeper issue happening here. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just something to explore if there's some stuff deep down that needs to... But at the same time, this could be fun. After this, we can do all sorts of things that give him pain. Hammer to the hands. Did you see... Oh, that's (laughs) where you go? I'm just saying, if he likes pain, let's let it rip. What are you, the cartel? (laughs) Hammer to the hands is where you go? Something. Bamboo under the fingernails? Wait, what's that? I don't even know. I don't want to talk about it. I don't like talking about stuff like that. (laughs) Oh, that... that, (laughs) Yeah, I just thinking about it. No, 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 no. Stop, stop. Mm. My thumbs are messed up right now. So there is an internet-connected chastity belt. Do you guys remember the story about it being hijacked? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
So Sam Summers' cellmate brand internet connected chastity belt had been hijacked by hi- hackers. So and they said, hey, to open it, we need a thousand dollars. So he transferred it in Bitcoin. The hacker said, give us more money. He then used bolt cutters to crack open the device and it cut his penis. No. Worst case scenario. <laughs> Mike. Cellmate <laughs> produced by this Chinese firm has a slogan, Love Hurts. It's a cover that clamps on the base of the penis. It does not have a physical key. It's a locking mechanism that's controlled with a smartphone. Security experts said, hey, you shouldn't do these chastity belts like this because it's, you're vulnerable to hackers. Mm-hmm. Well, hackers hacked it. And so he tried to break it off himself and when he did, it cut his pecker. Oh. That's too bad. You didn't want to talk about bamboo on her fingernails? Right. Well, this that's is a real right. story. This is way worse. No, that's, your, that's, that's a real good story, though. Because I have mine on, but it's not <laughs> internet-based. <laughs> it's an just a key. Yeah. You said that with a straightest yeah. face. It's old school. He goes old school. I keep it old school, baby. Um, I think oh that's gosh. it. Let's see. Marking off the list. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You're welcome. Yeah, not you. You had to listen. <laughs> I'm just making sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, all right. Thank you, guys. Enjoy today's show. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Bobby Bones. That's it. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. What's happening, everybody? Hope you guys had a great weekend. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Do sharks freak you out? Yes. You ever seen one in the water for real? No. Never seen a shark, but I don't want to. This Erica Almond and her friends, I'm reading the story, were fishing about 65 miles off the coast, off of Tampa Bay, when a massive great white shark approached them <sighs> and took a bite out of one of their boat's motors. They posted a video of the shark biting the boat's motor. The shark is so close you can touch it. In the video, the captain actually reaches down and pets the shark. Get out of here. At one point, the shark came back to bite the motor again. That's when the captain pushed the shark away from the boat. Here's the audio. No way. Put it in my belly. Put it in my belly. There he is. There he is, putting on the show for us. He wants a tummy rub. So I would be afraid to pet it because what if he decided to snap your hand and pull you in with him and then eat you? Correct. And people are real big shots when they're on a boat, huh? And my belly. Come on. Like, if you were in the water with that, did you be freaking out? Also, that Austin Powers reference still happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I bet you Morgan, who's like, how old are you, Morgan? 25? 27. 27. Do you even know that reference? Get in my belly! No, I have no idea what Get in my belly! <laughs> no, I, I think I might know it from a meme, like a really big guy, but I don't know where it came it's from. It's Mike Myers as his character, Fat B. The B is fat. It rhymes with uh, mastered. Yeah, there you go. Get in my belly! Come on! <laughs> this captain's still doing that. He must have just seen it on AMC or something. Or that's just the, the peak at his life. <laughs> and he remembers all the great times from his life. You know, I was reading a story. Maybe I was listening to, to a podcast where they were talking about how people dress like the best year of their life. Oh, yeah. Like, you look at 80s rock stars. They're still holding out in the 80s. For like, sure. The 90s guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. Maybe that movie was huge when he was really peaking. <laughs> Get in my it. belly. 
It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. It's the greatest countdown on the radio. Let's go. Number five. A septic company in New Hampshire found a wedding ring in one of its trucks. The ring was found in the depths of a septic truck, by the way. Let me just say this. (laughs) But it has now been reunited with its owner, cleaned and shined, looking and smelling as good as new. And you know what? I got to say, whoever found it could easily kept it and sold it, take it to a pawn shop. They didn't. Found it, tracked it, gave it back. And that person's wearing that poop ring for the rest of their lives. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Number four. A longtime pizza delivery driver named Robert Peters in Indiana got a new car after people in his town pulled their money and gave him $19,000. He's been delivering pizzas for 31 years and was driving a beat-up 93 Oldsmobile. Now he's driving a 2017 Chevy Malibu. Here's Robert talking about it. To me, this is luxury. This is the first car I've had that's been made in the 21st century. What the community has done, what Tanner has done, he's gone far beyond the call of duty. It means a lot to me that people would do this. Come on, that's awesome. Number three. A guy in North Carolina raised a bunch of money for charity by running 43 miles on his 43rd birthday. Wow. Justin Bailey did it to raise money to give food to those in need. Here's a clip from WFMY News 2. Opportunity to include something I love doing, which is running, bringing other people in to run with me, and also being able to, to raise money for a good cause. So after seven hours, 39 minutes and 27 seconds, Justin Bailey crossed the finish line. 43 miles on his 43rd birthday. That's a lot of running, man. Number two. A guy in North Carolina got a gift bag from his boss for Christmas. Very nice. And in the gift bag had lottery tickets inside of it, little scratchers. And so everybody had one, but he took his home, got around to scratching it off, won $200,000. Wow. Wow. That is insane. Changed that guy's life. And how about everybody who didn't get, they got a different ticket. <laughs> oh, thanks for them. Number one. Someone left a $1,400 tip at a restaurant in Colorado, not to just one person, but 200 bucks for each of the seven servers who were working that day. Sounds like what Darius did when Darius Rucker went into an IHOP. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if you guys heard this, but country music superstar Darius Rucker went into an IHOP, ate food, left a big tip from himself, and then paid for everybody's meal in the whole place. That's awesome. That was the Good News Countdown. Do you think Eddie is a Harley Davidson kind of guy, Amy? No. Why not? I don't know. He just doesn't, I just can't picture him on a Harley. He's kind of like little. (laughs) Little? That's how you would describe me? Little? Well, you have to have like a lot of might to like pick up one of those bikes. They're Powerful. And that's a dream of yours to ride a Harley. Well, I saw a commercial uh, of this lawyer who's like the like, like the Harley lawyer. He's not big and he's not scary looking. I thought, man, if he could do it, I could do it. And I've thought of just doing kind of cool. I'm an adventurous kind of guy. But as a, when I became a dad of four and everything, I feel like sometimes I just like sit on the couch and just watch sports and kids don't do this, don't do that. I'm like, I need to be adventurous. Again. I used to skateboard. I used to surf back in the day. I want to ride a hog now. So how, first of all, would your wife let you? No, I don't know. Probably not. I have no idea, Bones. Like, really, she doesn't like that I do scary stuff whenever I do it. So a Harley Davidson, probably going to freak her out. And you posted something about this? I talked about it. I talked about how, I don't know, man. I was talking about maybe painting my nails black or something. And then, really, I just have these dreams of riding a hog. in the co- See? In the country, man. 
You know, like wind blowing in my hair and just going down those country roads, riding the hogs like sometimes lawyers and doctors do. Is this a midlife crisis thing for you? You're 41? Nah, probably not. You don't think so? Nah. Nah. Okay. So somebody reached out to you? Yeah. A Harley Davidson dealership. They were like, okay. They heard me talk about it. They're like, we can get you one. Then I started to freak out a little bit. <laughs> then uh, I was like, oh my God, this is real. Where was the dealership? I think it's in Wisconsin. Okay. On right now is the general manager of Harley Davidson in Madison, Wisconsin. This is Crystal. <laughs> Good, Good morning. Good morning. Eddie didn't know she was going to be on. Hi, Crystal. How are you? I am awesome. You saved me from uh, plowing snow this morning, so thank you very much. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so you hear Eddie talking about wanting a Harley. You hear Amy talking about Eddie might be too slight to drive a Harley. <laughs> like, what kind of what kind of guy or girl needs to have a Harley if they're going to be driving down the road? Everybody. Boom. Everybody needs a Harley Davidson. You, there is no, there is no say you have you're too little you're too short you're too tall there's things that we can do to get you to fit a bike okay my first question is eddie can you um ride a bicycle uh yes i can ride a bicycle absolutely okay can you drive a stick shift or manual transmission i drive a jeep with a stick shift there you go you got the two biggest hurdles taken care of my next thing is you need to be you need to be trained properly Okay. So don't let Lunchbox tell you he can take you on the back road someplace and tell you how to ride. <laughs> okay. I got it. Okay? Get, get trained. We train. We start our training in April here in Madison, believe it or not. Sometimes there's snow on the ground. Um, but you need to go and get yourself trained properly, for, properly from a school. Um, Harley-Davidson has a great riding academy. Um, we provide the bikes, the classroom instruction in one weekend, and you are good to go. One weekend. So did someone, Crystal, yeah. from your dealership reach out to Eddie, or is it just another dealership in Wisconsin? Well, I listen to you guys every day, and I heard him talking about it on the drive into work one morning, and I'm like, yes, this is perfect. Because what better way to socially distance, especially with everything we're going through right now? You get out and you ride a motorcycle, you enjoy the weather, you enjoy the sun, I mean, the camaraderie. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Thinking. Well, okay, that would mean that Eddie would be joining a biker community. Gang. 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 Let's just go yeah. straight for the gang. Yeah, go for gang. Leather gang. Yes. Yeah. Leather. Yeah. So do most people, once they start, when you say camaraderie, like where does Eddie find that? Because he doesn't really know The bars on the side ride. of the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, biker bars, duh. <laughs> so Eddie, what did she say to you on Instagram? No, Steve told me, I guess Steve was in contact with them, but I, I guess just that they were going to try to figure out how to get me on a bike. And my first question was like, am I getting a bike? You should. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, can you provide me with a bike? <laughs> Let's get you trained, okay? okay. You don't want to get on a bike right away with, with, never, with never riding before because you need to be properly trained. And then let's get you on a bike, man. Why don't... Follow me here, Eddie. I'm following. Why don't you hit your wife up about this? Yeah. Like, go to her tonight. Okay. Be like, hey, I'd like to, we have a contact at Harley Davidson. Wants to provide me class, bike to ride. Is it cool if I have a Harley? And then we'll go from there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Got to go through her first. Yes, because then... we don't want to line anything up and you not be able to do it. It's a three-step program. Yeah. Okay. Wife, I'm... class, and Harley. Bike. Live your life. Yeah. All right. Uh, Crystal, thank you very much. We are on the road to being on the road. That's right. Oh, Thanks, boy. Crystal. I'll see you on the road, baby. <laughs> Sounds good. Take care, guys. All right. In All his right. Jeep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There she is. Dude, pretty cool, huh? 
Yeah, I'm just trying to picture Eddie actually writing. Oh, Bones. Oh, that's a hysterical. I, I got another problem, too. I don't have a garage, so if I do ever get a bike, can I leave it at your place? Of course. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, no problem. You live close. Yeah. Sure, no problem. Cool. Uh, Amy's husband left his old truck over at the house for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, parked in one of the garages. Bobby Bones. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Congratulations to Tyler Farr and his wife, Hannah. They welcomed their baby girl six weeks earlier than expected. Her name is Hollis Caroline Farr and arrived on January 27th. Jay DeMarcus of Rascal Flats released a new song called Music Man as a tribute to his late father. Carrie Underwood revealed that she's getting back into the groove of her workouts after being sidelined by a neck injury for several days. She wrote on her Fit52 fitness app that she's slowly stepping back in with swaps and modifications. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Man, this is a good one. Three nights a week, you will find North Charleston High School principal Henry Darby hard at work at his local Walmart Supercenter. The South Carolina school administrator and county councilman has another job working from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. stocking shelves, and he gets off with just enough time to get to campus before the morning bell. But he didn't take that job for himself. He's doing it to help low-income students at his school and their families. The principal says the kids really need help, and that's the part of the reason he works so hard is you know, he wants to help provide for them some financial. He wants to lead by example. They also started the GoFundMe campaign to add to his efforts. So he's like, hey, I'm doing this, and it's inspired people to help out with the, with the, the same idea in mind. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? This guy goes to work three nights a week, stocking shelves overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, I used to stock shelves at Hobby Lobby in the middle of the day, and it stunk. Yeah. <laughs> While people were there. Yeah. Imagine this doing guy's doing it overnight and going to school. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Henry Darby, that's amazing, and that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Orange County, Florida. A man was mad because a couple months ago, a tow truck company had towed his car, and he vowed revenge. So he went to the tow truck company and stole the tow truck. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I imagine he didn't get far. No, they got a p- report, and then police pulled him over on the highway, and he was like, yeah, I was mad. They took my car, so I took theirs. Yeah. It's like when someone steals an ambulance or a cop car. Like, how far do you really think you're going to get? Or a pizza truck? You know, it's like... The name Totinos is written on the side of the truck. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. We all love Alan Jackson, right? Yes. yes. Okay, for example, Chattahoochee. I mean, what a smash ruski is Chattahoochee. Don't rock the jukebox. Don't rock the jukebox. Mercury Blue. Well, if I had money, I'd tell you what I'd do. I'd go downtown by Mercury or two. I'm crazy about a Mercury. So we all love Alan Jackson, okay? Yes. I just want that to be stated before I get into this email that a listener sent. All right, here we go. Open the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. Hey, Bobby Bones. I'm writing to you because my girlfriend likes to wear this old Alan Jackson t-shirt from the 90s to bed sometimes. You know, I never thought anything about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love... Alan Jackson. Until I found out that it was her ex-boyfriend's t-shirt that she took from him before they broke up. Okay. Now, I know they had an amicable breakup, but I told her I don't want her wearing his shirt anymore, and she refuses to get rid of it. 
She said she only wears it because it's so comfortable and she likes the shirt. I said, hey, if you're gonna wear it, I won't sleep next to you anymore. Do you think I'm overreacting? Thought you could tell me. And you will settle the debate. Signed, Kevin. This is a great email. Yeah, this good. is the kind of juice that we wait for. We love, we love these. Listen. You got... What? This is what I would suggest. She has to get rid of the shirt, right? Uh-huh. In my mind, she has to get rid of the shirt. But it's... How you've handled it to this point is not the way to continue handling it because she's going to keep going, no. This is what you do. You go and you try to find that exact shirt on oh. eBay. Some old Alan Jackson big shirt, same size. Maybe you find Something the same one, maybe you don't. Yeah. And you give it to her and you go, hey, listen, I was wrong to say, hey, just get rid of that shirt. It makes me uncomfortable because it was from your ex-boyfriend and and, and it makes it just does. It makes me uncomfortable. And then you say, hey, I got you this as, as a gesture because I am asking you to get rid of it, but I have you another one. And then that's, I feel... A transition that makes her not lose a battle and also gets her a nice, comfortable shirt. That's what I would suggest. But she has to lose the shirt. Oh, yeah. Like, that's not a thing. We don't allow that. You? I think you communicate about it. When you wear that shirt, it makes me feel. And then share with her how you feel. And then maybe the story that you tell yourself even in your head is, whether it's true or not, oh, my gosh, she must still be hung up on her boyfriend. And, you know, then that's the story you tell herself. Yourself, and if she can't respect that, then I don't know. I'm assuming he, she already knows that, because if he's brought it up, she has to know why he brought it up. Okay. I'd say you do all that in a respectful way, exactly what you're saying, but you also give a gift to kind of lighten the mood. But here's my thing: when you do sit down and share that, her response is very important. Yeah, and her response was, "I'm not losing the shirt. Mm -hmm. That's already happened." Okay. Well, I didn't know how fairly he presented his feelings. Because don't act like (laughs) guys just just like take it off. Yeah. Or like, I don't like you wearing that shirt. But when you sit down and give her your honest feelings, why? When you do that, it makes me feel blah blah blah. And this is the story I tell myself. Like that's a great communication tip for anything that's going on. And then if she still doesn't understand your feelings and doesn't because she cares about you want to make you feel better then they, I think then you question overall where you're going wow, you're jumping off the ledge <laughs> well they're not <laughs> married you, you go to her and do what Amy said in a nice way mm-hmm. but you also give her a new shirt it just is it makes it much easier for her to be like okay because again she probably has some pride about it too and doesn't want to lose the fight you know how you dig in mm-hmm. no I mean you you know how you dig in at times yes, yes. I know right but I just think that this is a great way to to see how she would respond. But we love Alan Jackson, so we'll take that shirt if you yeah. mail it up here. <laughs> yeah. The original. We but she it. can't keep the shirt, right? No. Okay. No. Definitely okay. not. There you go. Thank you for your email. Morgan, if they want to reach out to us, what happens? They just email mailbag at bobbybones.com. Thank you very much. Close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Let's talk to Robin in Little Rock, Arkansas. Hey, Robin, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are y'all? I'm doing pretty good. I'm super pumped you're on the phone. We're going to play a little game here where I'm going to read you these love speeches from movies. Okay, so okay. I'm going to read a real love dialogue. And so we're going to have Eddie play against you. Okay. Okay. You guys guess which movie this is from. Oh, fun. Okay. Amy, I'll let you play, but you sent these to me. Oh, yeah. I know, I know <laughs> them all. I was wondering Amy why was, was sitting up tall. She was like, I'm ready to play. But I was like, no. <laughs> Amy actually sent me these to go, like, hey, I'm going to be good at this. Hey, me. And she was going to totally play and win, too. <laughs> I can see in her eyes. 
she sent them to me not as a game, but she said, hey, I pulled these in case you needed some inspiration or quotes to work into your wedding vows. Oh, nice. Yeah, because they're good. Here's famous love spe- uh, scenes or speeches from movies. All right. Okay, so, Robin, do you understand? I'm going to just read it to you. You got to tell me what movie it's from. Okay, yes. Uh, okay, well, let's, let's play the game. Eddie, write your answer down, okay? You got it. Number one. So it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. We're going to have to work at this every day. But I want to do that because I want you. I want all of you, forever. You and me, every day. It's tough. It's pretty, pretty well, generic. You read that really well. Well, <laughs> did okay. Yeah. Um, am I supposed to guess now? Yeah, go ahead, Robin. Can you name that? Okay, The Notebook. Eddie, what'd you write down? I have Ryan Gosling from The Notebook saying that. You guys are both right. Wow. Woo! Good job. Nice job, guys. Woo! Thank you. Okay, number two. What is it you want, Mary? What do you want? You want the moon? Just say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Mary. All right, hold on. Ooh. Hold that, hold that. Let Eddie write his answer down. Robin, do you know that one? Uh, Need an answer. I know, I know, I know it. Um, Five seconds. Wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Correct. Eddie? Robin's good. It's George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. Wow. Very good. All right. All right. I'm going to have to give Robin like five seconds. Okay. For now on. Okay. Here we go. Okay. If you can promise me anything, promise me that whenever you're sad or unsure or you lose complete faith, that you'll try to see yourself through my eyes. What? Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, I have five seconds. Uh, uh. No idea. <laughs> she goes with no idea. Eddie? Hope uh, floats. Hope floats. Uh, here, let me actually play the clip for you guys here. If you can promise me anything, promise me that whenever you're sad or unsure or you lose complete faith, that you'll try and see yourself through my eyes. Does that do anything for you no, guys? No, no, still nothing. It's uh, P.S. Oh P.S. I love you. No. Are you yelling at me, Robin? <laughs> she says no to you. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robin, you ready for number four? Yes. Okay, here we go. I guarantee there'll be tough times. I guarantee that at some point, one or both of us is going to want to get out. But I also guarantee that if I don't ask you to be mine, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. Because I know in my heart, you're the only one for me. Ooh, that's not, um... You know, it's not a walk to remember. Um... Need an answer on that one? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Pretty woman. You are Eddie. It's so, it's so close. Really? I mean, Robin, you almost got it. Uh, Eddie, I have Wedding Crashers. No, it's Runaway Bride. Julia oh. Roberts. Oh. Same. Yeah, actress. same actress. Great. I guarantee that we'll have tough times, and I guarantee that at some point, one or both of us will want to get out. But I also guarantee. That if I don't ask you to be mine, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. Because I know in my heart, you're the only one for me. That's so good. That's good acting right there. Man. That's good acting for sure. That chills. Wow. Wow. Okay. Here we go. Final one. All right. That's what people do. They leap and hope to God they can fly. Because otherwise, we just drop like a rock. 
wondering the whole way down, why the heck did I jump? But here I am, Sarah, falling. And there's only one person that makes me feel like I can fly. That's you. That was one I felt like you could work into your vows. Caitlin would kill me if I used a movie quote in my vows. (laughs) That she recognized. I literally feel like I just heard this. Yeah. All right, Robin, go ahead. I know. I think it's Will. Oh gosh. Um. Uh. Starts with a. Three. Is it Hitch? Two. She says Hitch. Eddie. Uh, I wrote down forgetting Sarah Marshall because you said Sarah. Oh. Well, one of you's right. Oh, that's it then. What? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is wrong. It is oh. Hitch. Robin is what? the winner. Robin. There she is. Wow. <laughs> wow, Robin, nice yeah, job. I, yeah, look at you. Hey, so Robin, what are you doing today? Um, I'm actually at work. I'm actually at work. Are you going to get in trouble for talking to your favorite radio host? Um, no, I won't. Okay, good. I'm going to give you a $50 marathon gift card. Hey. Fill your tank up with gas unless you drive a really big SUV. Then you'll do like three quarters of your tank. Nice. What do I get? Right, 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 right. Eddie gets you getting, you're lost. Oh, right. I got nothing. Okay. Yeah. I got nothing. Oh, I'm sorry, Eddie. <laughs> it's good. You get gas. That's great. Eddie has four kids. You really yeah, gotta use that gas. I will, I will take that for sure. And Bobby, I just wanted to tell you that I love um your bulldog. Um I have a bulldog too. He's fourteen and his name is Flash. He's fourteen? But Flash. Yeah. You, let me ask you this again. He's fourteen years old. He's 14. He just turned 14. As a bulldog, that is really, really old, and good for you for, for taking care of him keeping him alive that long. I know. I know. We uh, we thought we were going to lose him back in October, um, but he, um, he he rallied, and um, so now we're just um, taking it day by day. But, you know, we're just grateful for every day that, you know, extra day that we get with him. But he is totally blind. Um, and uh, if you want to screw him up, just move some furniture or leave something in the middle of the road. You know? That's cool. Um, my kids do often, um, not on purpose, yeah. but um, but uh, but no, I, I love um, your uh, uh, family's Instagram and, and all that stuff. So I just wanted to tell you that. Cat was trapped three weeks in a shipping container. It survived the trip. A stowaway cat was found by workers of a shipping company in a locked container. No food or water. They opened the container. The gray cat came running out. The cat was scared, but in okay condition, full recovery. Weeks and weeks in this thing. That's awesome. Cats are tough little boogers, yeah, man. Yeah, they are. Crazy how tough, how like precious they look, but how tough they are. Mm-hmm. And land on their feet. Get right down there. Yeah, they don't get enough credit for that. What's your best cat impression? Go. What? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, that's angry, the mad one. Angry cat. What are you doing with cat? Eddie's doing something bad to cats. That's the first yeah. thing he thinks of. Mine's yeah. like. Here's his. Why are you doing oh, it in your face? Let's just because they do that. The whisker. They like lick their little paw and they go. Have a mind. That's all right. That's cute. Just chilling. I can't wait to get my cat. So are you ha- getting a cat? Yeah, we're getting a cat. I gave my daughter a coupon for a cat oh, for Christmas, right. but we still haven't found the cat. So it's gonna be a minute. Why? I'm trying to find the right cat. And one lady, I thought I had the cat, and then she gave the cat to somebody else. I got, got I mean, I got, I got got. You got I'm trying got. to think of a cat word. I can see, I can see her, her wheels turning. <laughs> I was no, trying to think of how I got screwed over by the cat lady and what, how, what a clever thing I could yeah. say about that, but nothing came to me. <laughs> the Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a survey was done and two thirds of parents say that they rely on Google when they help their kids with homework. So pretty much no Google, no helpy. 
How do you feel about that? 100%. I rely on Google, YouTube videos, really breaking it down for me in order to help my kids with their homework. You? Yeah, Eddie? no chance. No, no, no. Without Google? Uh-uh. I mean, without Google, how do we even settle debates 15 years ago? <laughs> That's true. You'd be having dinner with a friend. You'd argue, no, no, no. Columbus was in 1492. <laughs> no, it's 1493. I swear. Okay. Well, what do we do now? We had the encyclopedia. Yep. And yeah. Unless you could go get a book. <laughs> right. If you were out of bow, you were just, uh, you know, yeah. up Poop Creek without a paddle. That's right. All right, what else? The survey also found the top ways parents get out of helping their kids with homework, because I know parents are going to keep these in their back pocket. You can ask the partner in your life for help instead. Come home late so you miss homework time. Uh, be busy doing laundry or other chores instead. Claiming to be too tired or emergency run. We got to go to the grocery store. We're out of milk. <laughs> a lot of great parenting techniques. Yeah, good job, guys. Uh, I did read a thing, too, where the same kind of story where they said, like, most dads will fake sleeping when the baby's crying so they don't have to go either change the diaper or tend to the baby. Yeah. It's like, and they're like, oh, close their eyes. Oh, yeah, I'm, Done so, it. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Of course you have. <laughs> We're not surprised. What else? So I have the best country karaoke songs. This is inspired by last week's impromptu performance that I did of There's Your Trouble. Uh, Chattahoochee. Is it on there? No, it is not. Okay, dumb list. Not Next. in the top five. <laughs> so yeah, people may want to know. And number five, Amarillo by Morning, George Strait. Oh, good one. It's a great song, but is it the best karaoke song? Up from San Antonio. Well, According right. to this survey. <laughs> you're right, Eddie. You just got me. <laughs> Everything that I got. All right. In at number four, Need You Now, Lady A. Yes. Oh, tough Damn. one to sing, and you need to have two people doing it. Like, I guess a good duet country song. And number three, Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. It's a fun one. At number two, Carrie Underwood, Before He Cheats. Ooh, get out of here. People are having some pretty big goals on that karaoke stage, trying to sing like Carrie or Lady A. And? And a number one, Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. The best song, right? It's the no, one. Karaoke's sure. like fun. Unless you can really, really sing, karaoke like do the most fun, sun po- fun song possible. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. All right, I'm in. All right, what else? So workout pictures, if you post them, apparently they help your followers. Um, like if you run a 10K and you put it up, or you're doing a CrossFit wad workout and you put it up, uh, people that follow you on social media will feel bad about themselves for not running a 10K. So it gets them moving. <laughs> I at times feel inspired when I see someone working out in a picture. I'm like, oh, dang, it do- that does affect me a bit. Yeah. Like I'll see Seacrest sometimes on that. He's got like some sort of a rowing thing he stands on. I'm like, hey, gosh, you can work out. <laughs> I'm always one step behind Seacrest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess that as long as it's part of you wanting to to feel good and you know that working out will get you there. But like... I feel like it's it's so a lot of these before and afters, depending on where you are in your journey, can be harmful. Because if someone's it's like, not before and after, it's just a picture of you working out. Okay, just you doing the, the thing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. We almost got woke, Amy. I, I stopped know. it. Well, I, <laughs> I plugged the hole. <laughs> Thank you. Because yeah. I want to be sensitive to the fact that some people, when they see that stuff online, it actually can be me. really damaging. No, it's great for me. If I just see somebody working out, like, hey, I'm just in the gym today. I'm like, that's great. They actually carved out an hour of their day. Why can't I? It's not like every hour of my day is the most important hour. I need to do a little me time. Yeah. Like a little time for me to make myself better, either physically or mentally. Good job. Plugged up that hole. <laughs> that's a close one. Whoa, Amy was ready to come through. <laughs> Sorry. All right, is that it? <laughs> yeah, so Amy, that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
So there's this really heartwarming video online of this woman, Rosa, who has worked cleaning this apartment building for 20 years. Then she fell on hard times, lost her job, but they brought her back in to clean this new apartment on the top floor. And as they're riding up the elevator, she has no idea that they're about to gift her this apartment. And everybody that lives in the apartment building, because they all love Rosa so much, they pitched in and they have covered rent for the next two years. That's cool. So she gets up there with her cleaning supplies and then they look at her and tell her, hey, this place is yours. And I have a clip of her reaction. They're taking care of it. All you have to do is sign and take the keys. And this unit is yours for the next two years. Imagine. I love that. that is a, that's one of the best ones we've had in yeah. forever. I know. Good. Super special. That's great. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We are moments away from Kenny Chesney. He is in our marathon virtual green room right now. Minutes away from the Chesmeister. <laughs> Chesmeister. My God. <laughs> yeah. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a joke you make in the shower? What do you call a joke you make in the shower? A clean joke. Okay. (laughs) That was the morning corny. The Chesmeister. (laughs) (laughs) I dare you to call him that to his face. No, no. (laughs) On the Bobby Bones Show now. Kenny Chesney. Kenny, how are you? What's up, Bobby? Man, just talking to you. It's cold here. I always see pictures of you, and you're in warm places. Makes me a little bit jealous. Where are you right now? <laughs> I am in Santa Monica, California. It's yeah. cold here, too. Okay. I, I was looking at your Instagram the other day, and there was a picture of you, and it was like, hey, I don't remember how many years ago it was. Maybe it was 10, 20 years ago, and it was a bunch of you guys in the back of a boat, and you said, you know, this is when it all started for me, the island life. And I guess I didn't know you before you were Island Kenny, honestly. And so, you know, the first time you go and – you know, you're, you're going out to experience whatever you call the island life. Did you go? It's just a vacation and think this is so fun. I, I just want to go back and live there. Not really. I, um, over the years, I, the first time I ever went down to the islands, I was, uh, I shot a music video for how forever field. And we had a day off and I took the ferry over, uh, to the other Island. And, uh, and Bobby, it was crazy. I was walking up the street and there was this bar and they had the door open and I heard George Strait coming out of that bar. And I walked in, and, 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 and I stuck my head in, and um, I said, is that really George Strait? And these two guys looked at me, who ended up being really good friends of mine uh, from Kansas City, and they went, yeah, and are you Kenny Chesney? And which really surprised me, because it was really early in my life, in, in my journey, as my, in my career. But um, that's kind of where it all started, you know, it was several, several years ago. And then, but the picture you're talking about was uh, on a friend of mine, Bob's boat, um, called the hay now and it was uh new year's day on uh oh one oh one oh one and this this year i think i think this is the post you're talking about it was the 20th year anniversary of that date and so and it did start it did start my my um island journey uh if you will yeah that, that was the picture i was talking about is it you know when you go back to that home and you're there. Are, are there folks that live on the island that only know you as Kenny and not Kenny Chesney, the massive country superstar? Yes, and I love it. But it, they, it, but when they come out to the shows, you know, they they only know me as um, 
you know, someone they've seen on island for a lot of years now. But when they come out to a show, they're really confused because they don't know the other person. You know, and, and they're really, and they, they, they can't believe it, you know, because they just, uh, you know, they, they see me as, as, as a local and uh, in their grocery store and, and, and whatever, and they've never seen the other side. So when they do, they're really confused at what's going on. You know, you put out the song Happy Does, about to go number one, another massive hit for you. And I do want to get into the amount of hits in one second, but what is your song selection process like? Because you are notoriously good at picking songs. Oh wow! I, I you know I just try to put myself in the in the place of the narrator. I, I, I you know I I have to believe that somebody out there that hears it, it's going to move them in some way. And I've got a few people around me also that that's got really good song sense. I've learned song sense over the years from Buddy Cannon and and Renee Bell when I was at Sony, and now Chris Lacey, and a lot of people in my life that that you know, help me with that. But I, I, I have to love it and I have to really live with these songs. And, and sometimes it hits me right off the bat. And sometimes I have to live with it, uh, just to know that a listener on any level is going to care about it. And, um, and that's kind of the, the mental process I go through. And like I said, sometimes it's evident, right off the bat, and sometimes, you know, it's got to hit me a little later on. You have 31 number ones, about to be 32 with Happy Does. Um, at your shows, it's, I mean, that's a lot of songs to play. Are there any number ones you leave off the list consistently? Uh, yeah. There, there, it's usually, um, it, it's the, the ballads that were number one early on in my career. You know, I, like, there, every now and then we'll throw one or two of those in, but, my, my life has been a little strange and my career has been a little strange because uh, I had a greatest hits record out with 18 songs on it, but nobody knew who I was yet. And it was really strange. It was before the No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problems album. And we would go places and, and we'd be, we would be opening for people and I would do all these songs and they would go, oh, that's the guy that sings that. And, and it wasn't until we had... You know, young and the good stuff and no shoes, no shirt, no problems that we connected the dots with everybody. So it was uh, once we started getting to that, getting to that point, I really did uh, prioritize what I wanted to do in, my, in the live element. And sometimes the ballads just don't make it. <laughs> so whether they were number one or not. You know, I talk about you because you are not only legendary, but com- completely modern and contemporary. Only a few people in my entire music lifetime career have I been able to see do that where you, you put out your first album in 1994. Do you consider yourself as contemporary as you are, a 90s country artist as well? Um, I do love that music. It's hard for me to listen to my, the music I made then because everything has changed so much. And, and, and I don't listen to it as a fan. I listen to it as somebody that created it. And I'd listen to it and going, oh, well, I, w- I would have done this different." I'll hear something on a radio from that from that era and go, well, why did why did we mix it this way or why did we do this? So I don't really listen to it that way. Um, I, I can tell you that uh, I, uh, I I'm really fortunate and feel very grateful to to at this point in my career to still have a fire burning and to be getting songs like American Kids and Get Along and Happy Does and and all the, this this music that we've created you know, over the last four or five years. So I, 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 I don't know how to answer that. I mean, I, yes, I, a big part of my life was in the 90s, 
but it's also, you know, been since then. And I feel like that my audience has grown and grown since then also. And, and um, it, it, it's funny you say that, though, because now I'll do these songs that everybody knows now, and I'll go back and do a song from the 90s, and they'll start checking their phones. <laughs> they don't even know it. You know, it's, it's really weird. And it was a big record, you know. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's interesting to see that. I got uh, two quick questions, and we'll wrap this up because I appreciate your time. I was uh, talking to Dina Carter pretty recently, who I'm friends with and love, and I know you know Dina as well, obviously. And she was talking about, you know, she was riding, and you were riding at a house, and the first time that you guys met were kind of in a driveway parking lot because you were blocking her in. So the first Dina Carter meeting, do you remember that meeting, and what in the world were you driving then? I don't remember that. I thought I met her at the BMI Awards. I thought she was wonderful, and, and, uh, but maybe she's right. I don't remember that moment, but I love Dina, and her and Matresa Berg wrote one of my favorite songs ever, you know, with you and Tequila, and and it will forever be a staple of my life. But but Dina's so wonderful. She's from East Tennessee, and and she's just uh, she's been so great to me over the years, and I truly love her. All right, one final question. Don't Blink came out in 2007. So, like the lyrics of the song, does it feel like the last 14 years have gone by in a blink? Thank you very much. Yes. It has because we've been so busy and and Bobby, when you're on the road as much as we've been, uh, you, you know, like like I said, I I would I would I usually tour from uh, March or April until the end of September or first of September, um, whenever we play two nights at Foxborough. And so, however that lays. And so w- when when you're doing that constantly, and, and my life has always been like a baseball season. We've been on the road for six months and then we're off for six months and then say three of the six months off is spent preparing for the next six months on. So, you know, you do that over multiple years and all those years start running together. And yeah, it's, um, uh, don't blink. <laughs> it starts to, to seem like a very relevant song in my life. And right, there he is. Kenny Chesney. I have another number one. He is not only extremely relevant and he's still s- making setting the standards for other artists. He's also a legend at the same time. Only a few people can I say that about. Kenny, good to talk to you, bud, and hopefully i see you soon. Thanks, Bobby Bones. Talk to you soon. It is time for the championship Come on. of Lunchbox versus the ladies. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, Lunchbox is 14-0 and, 0 and, and one. 1. Oh. He tied Jamie last week. She tied me. They tied each other. <laughs> And she is back now. It's the final week of the season. It's the biggest game of the season. She went 7-0 with questions. Lunchbox went 7-0 with questions. It was no big deal. Today, if it happens, I've got the ultimate tiebreaker scenario. So we are prepared today to take this into overtime, if it's a tie. Flip a coin. We'll see if we get there. Oh, man. Let's bring her on from Orlando, Florida. It is Jamie! Jamie, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Now, you've had a week to think about this. you got to be pretty proud of last week's performance. A hundred percent. All the nerves are kicking in right now, but I'm ready to go. Now, did you study before last week's performance, like looking over any sort of notes, and did you do that again this week? Yes and yes. Because you never know what I'm going to ask. There'll always be something kind of current in there, or there's always a little bit historical something-something. We do know now that she's a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, so there are no Jacksonville Jaguar questions on this time. This, this time. I mean, there was only two last time. Yeah. But you knew them too, to yeah, be fair. I, mean, what a, I know everything. Uh, okay. Well, 
What will happen is I will ask Jamie seven questions. Lunchbox will be out of the room in the isolation booth. He will then come in and answer the same seven questions. Whomever has the most right answers wins. If Lunchbox wins today, the game is retired. He is undefeated. He is the all-time champion. We have to admit he was right that no oh. woman that we were able to get on knows as much about football. And you guys all kiss my feet! That's no, not a part of the role. No. Wait, why would you even want that? Yeah. I don't know, just be funny. Uh, but if you lose, you're wrong. I'm not wrong. Yeah, because yeah, you said... Questions. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay. Lunchbox, anything you want to say before you yeah, walk Yeah, Cindy, room? I hope you choke Her name like is a- Jamie. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're all the same to me. Whatever. You what? know, another loser after a loser. I don't even know her name. Jamie, I hope you lose. I hope you get nervous. I know you're freaking out because, oh, my gosh, I get to play Lunchbox twice. And you're, yeah. Lunchbox, let me let me just ask you, who hurt you, Lunchbox? Which girl hurt you? Please let me know. Why are, why are you so angry? Come sure. on. I, I don't even know what that means. Why are you I'm this all- way towards women? Because one must have hurt you early in life or teens. Yes. No, no, they didn't hurt me. It's just annoying when women try to get all, ah, they try to act like they know more sports than me, and they don't. It's okay. just annoying. <laughs> Jamie, we're going to walk him out of the room. There's also a camera on him, so you know he cannot hear the questions. Lunchbox, goodbye. Goodbye. He's pulling his headphones off. Bye, Maria. That no. is Jamie. <laughs> He's walking out of the room. No one likes her anyway. He shuts the door. Raymundo, when he gets an isolation booth, I'll look for your thumbs up. Just turn the radio on. Here's the thumb. All right. Ray, just thumb me. <laughs> Seven questions. Jamie, take a deep breath. Are you ready? You'll have five seconds at the end of the question. Okay. I'll ask the question twice, then you'll have five seconds. Okay? Okay. Question one. How many yards is a false start penalty? Five yards. Correct. Didn't even get to answer that. Uh, ask it twice. There you go. Which team is the only one... To defeat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice. Which team is the only one to defeat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice? That would be the Giants. Correct. Wow. Amy? What? Yes. No, no, Amy, Jamie. Oh, they sound similar. Oh, wow. yeah. Amy, how do you feel? I feel good. Right. I'm, like, I'm like itching. I'm nervous. Okay. Question number three. In 2006... Who became the first quarterback to rush for 1,000 yards in a season? 2006, the first quarterback to rush for 1,000 yards in a single season. That would be Mike Vick. Correct. Wow. This is good. Ray just gave me the eyebrows. Like, he thinks there's some promise here. Yeah. Who was the NFL commissioner before Roger Goodell? Oh, that was... um... Who is the Tagliabue? NFL? Paul, Hold on. Paul Tagliabue. Paul Tagliabue is correct. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. That's amazing, Jamie. Which quarterback has the record for throwing the most interceptions of all time with 336? My guy who played for the Packers and the Vikings, that's Brett Favre. Correct. This is awesome, dude. Don't forget the Jets. Oh, he did play for the, the Jets, Jets, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. the Jets too. <laughs> Got about that. Question number six. Which NFL team got their name from the date they were founded? That would be the same. Correct. (gasps) (gasps) November 1st is All Saints Day for Catholics. Yep. A fitting nickname for a team that is largely in Catholic New Orleans. Hey, at first I was like, 49ers, right? No, (laughs) that's not it. The 49ers would be because... Gold Rush. Or 1849, the Gold Rush in California. Not when they were founded in 1949. There you go. Um, Okay. 
Final question. She is six for six. This is this awesome. This is amazing. How many stars are on the iconic NFL Shield logo? Ooh. I'm going to ask one more time, then you got to answer. How many oh. stars are on the iconic NFL Shield logo? Eight. There's eight stars. How do you know that? So there's the AFC and the NFC, and then in each of them, there are four divisions within them, so they represent the, the division. Wow. Correct. Dang. Do you think he'll know that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She just went seven for seven, Oh, friends. my God, dude, she's awesome. Let's go. Gosh, let's hey, go. Hold on. Let's go. Where, where has she been all this time? I don't know. I don't know. It's, I mean, come on, it's hard to get in. I guess that's true. Okay, uh, everybody control yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Let's bring him in. Here he is. La, 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 lunchbox coming from the isolation room. Whoop, whoop. There he is. The man, the myth, the legend. I walk I, in the room and you act like I'm not even alive. I, so whatever, I we're trying to, and we're trying to just keep our emotions you, down. You're welcome. Thank you, Amy. Even though I know it's reverse psychology because you don't want me to win. And then she laughs. I know it. Are you... <laughs> See, look at her. She can't even look at me. She can't. Whatever. It's cool. <laughs> Are you Haters ready? hate. Haters hate. That's what you guys do. Are, you, and I'm great. So okay. what's up? Hey, okay. Okay. Nice rhyme. I have an ally. So let's go here. <laughs> and I'm great. We're counting that. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. Uh, Are you ready, Lunchbox? I've been ready. You have seven questions. Hey, how'd she do? She did I'm pretty good. I, uh, good. Uh, question number one. How many yards is a false start penalty? Five. Correct. She got that one right. Right. That's an easy one. I mean, that's like elementary school. Which team is the only team to defeat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice? Uh, it's the Giants with Eli Manning. Did she get that with Eli Manning? Well, we didn't ask her for the quarterback. Well, I'm just asking. But, but she okay. said the Giants. Cool. Correct. In 2006, who became the first quarterback to rush for 1,000 yards in a season? Oh, man. You know who that was? He was slick. Left-handed. Your idol, Michael Vick. There you go. Wasn't my idol. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, a boom, boomer Esiason, left-handed guy. Well, I meant left-handed quarterback. Yeah. Who was the NFL commissioner before Roger Goodell? Oh, that's Boo! Tagliaboo! That's correct, Paul Tagliaboo. So far, Lunch has got four. She got four. Uh, four. Hey, not bad, Nicole. Oh, you'll nail this one. Which NFL quarterback has the record for throwing the most interceptions? Oh, 336. Guys, the, one of the most overrated players ever, Brett Favre. <laughs> Goodness. All right, you're both five for five. These last two are hard. They're tough, even for you. Which NFL team got their name from the date they were founded? Okay. Well, Meaning their 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 name, their mascot is based on the date they were founded. Yeah, I understand the question. Okay. And I mean, the only one that would be is uh, Saints Day, so it has to be the Saints. Got it. All Saints. Yeah. November first is All Saints Day. You guys don't know about Saints Day. You don't celebrate. <laughs> no. Do you? <laughs> I mean, people call me a saint, so yeah. <laughs> okay. She also went six for six. That's oh, not bad. That's a that's a tough question. Yeah, that's Eddie a tough yelled one. out 49ers. I was like, that's a year, and it's eighteen. <laughs> what, 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 what date would forty nine be? That, that's yeah, what I said. Nineteen forty nine is eighteen forty nine. Right, gold rush, but that wasn't a date. <laughs> yeah. December 49th. I mean, okay, lunchbox. Final question. Yeah. She is six for six. You're six for six. How many stars are on the iconic NFL Shield logo? Looking at it in my head, I see eight. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. No. 
She got that right too. <laughs> and then meow. she talked about the divisions. She laid it out a little bit. That, oh, you know, you guys get mad when I brag. No, no, everybody does no, online. I, when, oh, when well, Lunchbox brags, so I'll just answer the question. Move on. How fun is that, though? No, I must if say, I, I do kind of like you answering rapidly. Who him? Oh, yeah, yeah, because it, before last week, before we implemented the new time thing on him, he would have been like, "Well, okay, let me see." <laughs> he did that a little bit with Michael Vick. Well, we have a tie, wow. folks. Yeah. Now, we put together a special tiebreaker. Okay. There are three questions. Lunchbox, write your answer down. Uh. <laughs> this is crazy. Jamie, you will have uh, five seconds to say your answer out loud. In that same five seconds, Lunchbox, your answer must be written down. Okay. I, the only pro- Okay, go ahead. I'll ask the question twice, then you have five seconds to write it down. Jamie, don't say your answer until I say say your answer, okay? Okay. That got way, it. Everything's fair. I got it. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I was like, what if she yells first. it out? No, yeah. no, yeah. She won't yell anything out. All right. Now, these are really hard questions, and it's who gets closer, right? Because you're not going to get this right. It's who gets closer. Oh. For example, Emmett Smith. Here's the question. Yeah, he's the all-time leading rusher. Right, that's not say. the question. No, no. Emmett Smith is the all-time oh, see? rushing leader of the NFL. How many rushing yards did he have his entire career? Let's see, Let who, gets, see. Let's see who gets closer. Let me ask it again. Emmett Smith is the all-time rushing leader in the NFL. How many yards did he have in his career? Five seconds. One. Time. Jamie, your answer? Um, I'm going to say 17,800. 17,800. We're going to have to do the math here, guys, pretty quickly. Uh, lunchbox? 26,000. 26,000. 26, uh, the answer is 18,355. That point will yeah. go to <laughs> Jamie. Yeah! Okay. That's tough. Woo! One point, Jamie. Okay. Question two. Lunchbox, you need this one. Amy's yep. praying right now. I'm not. It looked like it. I'm praying. I, I'll yeah. pray right now. That was I a dumb answer like... by me. He didn't play 20 years in the NFL. That was dumb. Okay. I had him at 20 years. Ready. Next up. <sighs> I'll ask it twice, and then you'll have five seconds. How many seasons have the San Francisco 49ers been a team? How many seasons have the San Francisco 49ers been a team? And time's going now. Time. Jamie. Oh, man. Um, time, incorrect. Be... You didn't answer in time. You had to have oh. your answer. Lunchbox, doesn't matter what number you say, you're going to get this point. 175. Well, the answer is 75. Wait, I had 40. On, I but... thought you guys were going to tell me when to say it. I was waiting until I, I heard... So. I feel your pain. This happened to me with Steve Harvey. But I did say, Jamie, what's your answer? And I, counted, I didn't hear you say that. I counted to five. I would have at least thrown something out. Yeah. Uh, judges? She was stalling. She, she was stalling. Have okay. I mean, the judges me. say you're stalling. All right. One to one. It all comes down to this. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Last question. How many touchdowns did Peyton Manning throw in his career? Ooh. How many touchdowns did Peyton Manning throw in his career? I'm going to count you down to five, and then I'm going to go to Jamie. Five, four, three, two, are you in? Mm-hmm. One. Jamie, your answer is? I'm going to say 575. 575. Lunchbox? He threw 326. 326. No way. No oh. way. <laughs> this is good. Come on. Okay, so she says... 575. He says 326. That's so different. Minus. 
Because he's only in the league 20 years. He throws 30 a year. Peyton Manning threw a total of for the championship. She said 575. He said 327. <laughs> yeah, so like it's whoever's closest, not going over. Yeah, yeah. going over to the matter. Okay. It's not Price is Right. <laughs> price is Right. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. Peyton Manning threw. 539 touchdowns. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We have a wow. champion! It is Jamie! Wow. Oh my goodness! The greatest Speech, day. Lunchbox! Speech! Wait, no, no, don't go to him. We go to her. She won. They don't do I that know, in the Super Bowl. I, Can you imagine? Don't you, wanna, <laughs> don't you want to hear what he has to say? Right, loser, what do you have to say? Yeah. <laughs> They run out to the losing quarterback. Go. Amy, that's okay. terrible. Okay, no, hold no, no. on. Jamie, you give your speech first. You are the champion. Wow. Wow. Go ahead. What would you like to say? I'm not going to lie. So in that, in the second part of the tiebreaker, I start, my heart was racing. I was like, oh, my God, is this it? I really am nervous, and I am pumped right now. All I have to say is lunchbox. Quit disrespecting ladies. Quit acting like you know everything because I'm here to prove you wrong, and I did. What's up? There she is. Yeah. Wow, a tie Woo-hoo. and a victory. Lunchbox, so what happens now? They go to the locker room of the losing quarterback. It's and the, it's, it's, all, it's very quiet. The Somber. music's there. Uh, Lunchbox, I know it was a tough, tough game. You really... <laughs> choked, probably? No, 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 no I didn't oh, choke. He played mean? great. He, got, he played pretty great. <laughs> You're harsh, man. Lunchbox, you had a great season. Um, I'm really proud of you. I know your fans are proud of you, too. Uh, did just didn't turn out the way you liked. What would you like to say? I'd like to say I'm still the greatest that uh, her husband was obviously sitting right next to her <laughs> oh, both weeks. She called in, and everybody knows that I'm the greatest of all time, and I'm the smartest man on the planet, and women can't beat me in football trivia. But they uh, just did. Lunchbox, that's a hashtag fake news because you just got beat uh, in front of everyone. Uh, how do you respond to that? I Like I just said, I mean, it was a great season, you know what I mean? She got one lucky guess, and that's what happens. And, you know, Tom Brady's lost before, but guess what? He still has the most victories, Super Bowl victories of all time, and that's what I do. You know, it's funny you bring that up, Tom Brady. You know, they once went undefeated all the way to the Super Bowl and then lost to the Giants, uh, which kind of reflects back to a question I asked earlier. Uh, you're being called uh, basically that Patriots team that had all the flair but no championships. Yeah, but uh, what do they call Tom Brady? If I'm asking you, reporter. No, no one said No, no, you what do they call Tom Brady? <laughs> they, 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 we called you the Patriots of that year. No, they call me Tom okay. Brady, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Um, Lunchbox did not win the championship. He did play a good season. Jamie is the champion. Yeah. All hell, Queen Jamie. Jamie, 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 Jamie. Jamie, thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all are the best. There she is, our champion, Jamie. Wow, she's okay. the GOAT. There she is. Wow. She okay. can't be a GOAT. She has one win. That's a big one. She only played two games, one win, one tie. Yeah. Great. What's the win percentage? Better than... Not better than 16, one and one. Yeah, she never lost. Yeah, dude. She's undefeated. She's... <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Shout out to this Amazon driver from Houston. His name is Juan Carlos Flores, and he's driving down the road in his truck, and he notices an abandoned car on the side of the road. And, I mean, a lot of cars have just been passing it. So he's like, let me just check this out real quick, make sure that whoever's in there is unharmed and they're okay. So he looks in, and there's no one in there except in the back seat. There's a baby in the car seat. (gasps) So there's no one in the car except the baby. Oh, my goodness. He calls the cops. Cops show up, and they're like, okay, we know what's going on. This This car was carjacked. So the mom, what happened was she had left her car running at the apartment complex. She went in to get something, left the baby in it, and then somebody carjacked it. Took the car and then realized uh, there's a baby, so they left the car there and took off. 
they're still looking for the guy. But I mean, the Amazon driver for sure to pull over. I mean, these guys are busy. They're like on the run. They got to like deliver packages. And for him to think like, hey, let me check on this car. Pretty legit. There's a lot of things with the story that are that make me feel emotions. First of all, couldn't believe there's a baby in the car. Right. Glad the baby's safe, first and foremost. Second of all, leaving your baby in a car while it's running, that's that's not a good thing, right? Nope. It's, it's Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like it's weird. We've had, there, there's, there's multiple stories out there like this because you think like, what are the odds of you running in real quick and your car is going to get carjacked? But I guess the odds are high because we've had similar stories Guys, before. The first thing I thought was when I worked news, I was a cameraman for the news. One of my first stories was this. There was a car found with a baby in it and the same thing had happened. The mom had left the car running at a convenience store. So yeah, I guess this happens way more than we think. Wow. That's crazy. And the baby's okay. Baby's okay. They're still looking for the guy that carjacked. But really, too, like, shout out, I guess, to the guy that carjacked a little bit, too, like, to realize, okay, there's a baby. No? Nope. Okay. Trying to find the positive in that one. No, because he left the car on the side of the road. Yeah. He should have taken it back to the apartment complex. Or put it in front of a bank or something, but he probably didn't want to get caught on camera. Yeah, crazy story, huh? Yes. But good. Baby is safe. Shout out to that Amazon driver. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening? How was your weekend? It was good. Yeah. Relaxing. How about yours? Took Caitlin to the doctor because, she, you know, she had fallen and hurt her wrist real bad and cut up the insides of her hands. She just wouldn't go. And she had had surgery on that wrist already from a bike accident. She was like, I don't want to go back because if it's broken, I have to have surgery and it's going to put me out. And so it was still really swollen. And, you know, your thumb and there's all that meat underneath your thumb. Yes. It was still extremely swollen all the way down and into the bottom. And she's missing a lot of skin in, in her palm. And this is all from an accident where Stanley saw someone in the yard, took off into her legs. She fell. We go to the the doctor, which she didn't want to do. And the doctor x-rays her and he pulls up the x-ray. And you see this huge screw in her hand from her last surgery. Oh, wow. I mean, like a real screw. He's like, well, he said, the good news is your wrist is not broken. So you do not need surgery. But apparently she's torn a bunch of muscles in that part of her, her hand. So... It still hurts her real bad. She's not going to have to have surgery, but she's just dealing with that. And she's wearing this brace. She says, I look like a librarian with arthritis. It's one of those, (laughs) I guess. Ace bandage. (laughs) I guess she had a librarian in Oklahoma that always wore one of these. So that's probably why she associates it with that. And so, you know, we went to dinner this weekend and she's like, I'm not wearing this. I'm not wearing this because it it does not look cool. It does not look good. And so, but we did that with the doctor. It's fine. It looks so painful. Yeah, it, it stinks for her. But she's, she's a champ. Her pain tolerance is extremely high. Me? <laughs> Mine's not. I'm hurting for her right now. No, I mean, I, if it were me, I'd be off the air. I'd be in bed both hands <laughs> over my head, the whole yeah. thing. Uh, so that was part of the weekend. We also have been watching. We're eight episodes in to the Kids Baking Championships on Cooking Channel. Fun. Well, they start with 12 kids. I don't think you can be over 12. And at, from the first episode, we pick a kid, we gamble on them, and then we <laughs> nice. And then we follow them through the whole season. You just don't want your kid to be kicked off. And so we're doing not the season that's currently running, but the one that just finished a bit ago. And so I have this girl named Grayson from North Carolina. I think she's 11, and she has a kid named Avner uh, from somewhere up, maybe South Carolina. And you didn't cheat at all to see who won this thing. No, because right. she was like, "Let's watch the show." And as soon as it starts, I'm trying to find a way to stay completely checked in and involved. So you gamble And I'm it. like, let's pick a kid. <laughs> we'll follow them all the way through and then I don't want to know the spoilers. Yeah. But I think we're eight episodes in and both of our kids are still in the mix. Are you starting to like the show though? Like, it's pretty well, It's pretty cool, right? I just want to eat cupcakes and cake all the time. 
Like they did this thing called, it's either like fake sandwiches, but they're desserts where they make the desserts and it looks like a real meal, like a non-dessert meal. Okay. Like they made like a, a Philly cheesesteak, but it's actually a big dessert, but Ooh. it looks exactly like Philly cheesesteak. That's cool. Deceiving. Yeah, but they made, the whole category was you have to make a dessert that looks like something that's not a dessert. Nice. They did that. They, but yeah, we're, we're in. We're, we're dialed in. Uh, no, that's not it. Mm-mm. It's called Kids Baking Championships. It's on Cooking Channel. But yeah, she loves to cook, and so we find. So you shows. just randomly picked your person, or did you have anything to go off of? Like we, what well, we did? Any stats? <laughs> we started the season. We started the first episode, and as it was on, we said, "At any time, you can declare your person," because there's twelve kids running around. Yeah. And so halfway through, I went, "Okay, I have Grayson," because she seemed pretty smart. And then she was like, "Okay, I'll take Abner." And so that was it. And so that's what we're doing. We're gambling on kids how much, cookers. How much money we got going on this? Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. No game changers? No, no, no game changers. Just something to keep us interested, you is know. Is this something y'all do on the side, or this is in our, the app we use? No, it's not in the app. It's, it's not in DraftKings. <laughs> Which, by the way, go to DraftKings, put in, put in bones. bones. That's the code, right? Yeah. Bones? You love it. You can do some fantasy stuff. You can do a little, little gambling if your state allows it. Yeah. All right, let's do the news. Here we go. Bobby's Big Story. A Kentucky middle school teacher tried to hire a hitman to kill his mom. What? Billy Reynolds, a teacher and school bus driver for West Carter Middle School, was arrested Thursday for allegedly offering someone $10,000 in the murder-for-hire plot. This is from news station WSAZ. State police say they received a tip on January 15th from someone who claimed they had been contacted by the 41-year-old Reynolds and given a retainer fee to kill his mom. It's unclear why... Reynolds had wanted to kill his mom, who lives next door to him. Mm. Relatives also, they were stunned Thursday by the alleged scheme. The teacher had never previously been in trouble with the law. The superintendent said he's been suspended. Could you yeah. imagine him not being suspended? <laughs> oh, yeah, they and leave he, him around. He goes to, no, he goes to class today and they're like, Mr. Reynolds, <laughs> you try to kill your mom? Uh, we're not talking about uh, that today, kid. Open to page 42, not talking about that. <laughs> um, I wonder what the mom did. I know, I'm thinking it must have been awful. Or no, yeah, not or at all. Nothing. Or maybe he's nuts, but I'm wondering what his interpretation of what she did is. Right, I know. Whatever it is in his head, you're right, is, is has got to be awful. Or maybe it's just her simply living next door. <laughs> you mean she's had it? <laughs> he's had he's, it. He's over it. He's like, gotta go. Uh, let's do another story here. Bobby's other story. So there were a few stocks that if you bought them at the right time, you made some good money because they were super cheap. Reddit all got together and said, let's all buy these stocks. Blew them up. AMC was one. GameStop was really the big one that's still happening. A Texas fifth grader who had 10 GameStop shares from his mom from two years ago cashed in big. His mom paid $6 a piece, so 60 bucks total for all these shares. But the kids sold it Wednesday for $3,200. Wow. Wow. The mother-son duo were surprised to be caught in the middle of a stock surge <laughs> fueled by renegade traders on Reddit and acted quick. Today my phone was going off because I have GameStop on my watch list and sold them off and made some cash. I mean, two years ago, they bought it for super cheap. Yeah. And now you, this kid has $3,200. It's amazing. He's keeping some of it. Some of it's going into savings. Some of it he's reinvesting into something called... Uh, Roblox, which is gaming. Obviously, the kid loves video. Yeah. Roblox. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah. Roblo- Roblox? My kids play it. What's what's that? Roblox. I, 
What is it? You don't know? Yeah, no, I do. It's a game. It is cool because you can like connect up with like my son will connect up with his friend in California and they get on FaceTime and then they play each other. So you're in a room and you're battling it out. I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not hating. I played about four hours of 2K this weekend. Oh, that's a lot. Played a lot of basketball. Yeah, yeah and you sync you. up with your friends. But I haven't in a while. <laughs> oh. Eddie and I haven't played together in a while. We long haven't. Time. Well, you moved on to the PS5 and I'm still trolling in the yeah. old, old gen. Uh, clear shots of a UFO spotted above a freeway on the, outskir- on the outskirts of Los Angeles have surfaced. Okay, clear shots. They're pretty clear. I looked at them. This is a, this is different. Do you want to look at the picture here? We'll put it up to on our uh, Twitter mm, at Mr. Clear. Bobby Bones. It is, though, if you zoom in a little bit. What do you see in there when you zoom in? Let me read you the story. There's a little alien guy looking out the window. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> we got another Ooh. UFO sighting on our hands. This is from TMZ. They said this one stands alone as it offers some of the best clear shots that we've seen as far as UFOs go. An eyewitness shot these photos last Saturday while heading south on the 101 freeway just outside of Thousand Oaks. They tried to remake these pictures with Photoshop. They tried to get Photoshop experts on it. And they're like, no, these are real pictures. Really? Yeah. So all I think when this happens, I think it's probably some government test, right? That's always what I think. That's my go-to. That it is something... But my go-to is it's probably some sort of government. Sh- we have to practice them somewhere. Yeah. Or it's really an alien. Or yeah. what? What do you think, Amy? Well, I mean, I automatically go back to the latest unsolved mystery show that's on Netflix, and there's a whole episode dedicated to these people in this town. They were all abducted <laughs> by then aliens on the same night. That. That episode alone really got to me that made me think like, huh, I wonder if this well, is real. Just so our listeners know, they didn't know each other. These, no. pe- these people didn't go up together. They didn't come down together. They never knew each other. They all from 60, 70 miles away had the exact same story and had never met. Yeah, their experiences were very similar and what they saw and what happened to them. So <laughs> that's where my brain goes. Oh, yeah. I mean, may- maybe. Who knows? Mine goes into some sort of government test. Oh. But why would you fly it over Los Angeles? That's like, okay, we're going to keep it secret. Let's go right over New York City. <laughs> That's right. why you don't keep it Wait, secret. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's more remote places they could go than Thousand Oaks. That's the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. All right, let's start here. Eating steak increases your chances of dying. Oh. What? Well, I went to a restaurant this weekend, had a steak. I haven't had steak in months and months and months. And I got this big steak. I ate like a third of it and brought it home. I had it again for dinner this weekend. And then as soon as I was finished with the second steak in two days, the story says I'm going to die. Come on. Uh, just because your body can't digest red meat like it can chicken, salad, soup, and all that red meat sitting in your stomach, diabetes, strokes, Alzheimer's, infections, all that. So oh. red meat is my favorite of all the meat colors. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> yeah, but I don't eat much of it because it just feels like it just sits in me and camps out. Really, like puts in, boom, puts the flag in, and oh, I'm thankful I have zero desire for it. Like but, it's not a thing. But don't you get hamburger craving sometimes? Oh yeah, hamburger. But is that different than a steak? It's a red, What's red meat. meat? Ugh, same thing. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> you should never store your milk in the door of the fridge because the door is the warmest spot. And although that milk carton fits perfectly in the door. It should actually be stored in the lower shelf, like in the back, where that's absolutely the coldest. The door is for things like, that aren't as sensitive to temperature. 
condiments. You know, and that's a debate too. Your ketchup, is it in the fridge or out? <laughs> you. I mean, I put it in the fridge because I don't go through it as quickly. But if you, restaurants keep it out, so mm-hmm. clearly it can be out. Yeah. But they go through it faster. What do you mean? Well, like at a restaurant, they probably don't have it sitting out there forever because tons of people sit down and they use it and then it's getting replenished. Another food story is if from a young age you have your kids eating salmon, mackerel, or sardines, it can have the risk of developing asthma. But then I think, what kid in their right mind would eat salmon, mackerel, or sardines? <laughs> I don't even know what mackerel if is. six years old. Like what kid wants to eat salmon? I, my kids do. At five or six years old, <laughs> four years old? I don't know. I guess it depends on what you make for them. Okay. Put it on their tray. See what they eat. Did you not ever? I'm trying to think. I probably didn't. I was eating more like chicken nuggets. Yeah, no. No, no kids eating salmon if they got the choice <laughs> of that and other things. Lunchbox and I were talking before the show. And he had... You bought the... UFC fights, right? Yeah, UFC 257 was a little over a week ago, and I bought it. I paid the $70 or whatever, and a lot of people couldn't get it to load after they paid for it. So all last week, people were calling their cable company, and they were giving them their money back, no questions asked. So I watched the fights, and I saw everybody getting refunds, and I was like, well, heck, let me try to call up and get a refund. So on Friday, I called up. And I said, hey, you know, you have UFC 257. I was having problems with my TV. And they said, oh, yeah, no problem. We'll give you a full refund. Boom. Got now, a full refund. Is, he didn't have any problems with it. You watched it totally perfect, right? Yeah, I watched the Conor McGregor, watched it all. And, I mean, everybody else was getting refunds. And it was trending on Twitter <laughs> about all the problems they were having. And so I was like, why am I going to be left out of the refund? How are they going to know? Boom, refund. So that's the issue that I had with it. He thinks no one will think he did wrong. Mm. I feel like they provided a service. They ha- they have to make their money because they spend money on either buying the rights to the pay-per-view or putting it on. And if something would have went wrong, I'd have said, yeah, absolutely. But nothing went wrong. And he still called and lied and got a refund. But because everybody else was doing it, he thinks it's okay. Amy? No, it's not okay. I just feel like this is such a, this is not hard to conclude that that is not (laughs) the fair and right thing. And then you have to, Lunchbox has a hard time sometimes picturing it when he's doing something like this to other people. But Lunchbox, what if that was you? And what if it was your business and someone was doing that to you? You wouldn't like it. No, I wouldn't like it, but you need to have your business running smoothly. If you present a problem you and you're offering refunds and you have no way of tracking, sorry, refund. I call but that being the, the, smart. The, the business did run smoothly to you. For you, yes. Okay. If, so, if someone else got a bad burger, four McDonald's is away. Like, it, you don't get to go back and go, I'll take a free burger too. Right. Because the burger you got was good. Yeah. I get get the burger one because that's only one burger. This is a nationwide thing. It was trending on Twitter. It was having so many problems. So that tells me that I felt bad for those other people. So I was like, you know what? You're not going to get my money either. And so I I got my money back. What does your wife say when you do stuff like this? Uh, Uh. She... She says, I don't think you should call. You watched the fight. And I said, yeah, but if everybody else is getting a refund, why would I not watch these fights and then get my money back? It just seems like a smart business move to me. But is her attraction What business to are you? you running? You're not running a business. You keep saying business move. Yeah, I just feel like her attraction to him, I don't know, for me speaking, 
it would go down. Like I wouldn't be attracted to that type of behavior at all. What kind of behavior would you describe that I, as? I don't know. Skeezy? Is yeah. that a word? <laughs> yeah. yeah scummy, like slime molly. <laughs> hey, our phone number is 877-77-BOBBY. This is Josh in Virginia who agrees with Lunchbox. Oh, it's wow. it's yes, unbelievable. Yes, that's what I'm wow. talking about. Hold on. Josh in Virginia, you are on the air. Hey, how's it going? You're on, buddy. What's going on? Hey, I just want to say I actually uh, might not be the best thing, but I agree. I did the same thing. I ordered it. I, I first one I've ever ordered, and I was watching it with some friends, and it kept cutting in and out every about five minutes or so, and I had to reload it. Um, it worked. However, the same thing. I saw people getting refunds, and I just shot a quick email to ESPN, and I got a refund. No questions asked. I don't have a problem with you getting a refund. Yours cut out. The experience you paid for was not given to you. Lunchbox had no problems whatsoever, Josh. Do you think he should have got a refund? I mean, I don't know, considering how expensive it was. But but, but, but but he had a good experience, and he paid for it (laughs) willingly, and then he went back and changed his mind after he saw everybody else was getting money. Mm Mm-hmm. Come on, Josh. <laughs> Come on, Josh. I like Josh. <laughs> no, All no. All right, Josh. I appreciate wow. that. Uh, let me put um, Mark from Dallas, who's on right now. Hey, Mark, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? You're on the air, dude. Um, hey, I was just going to say, I, th- I thought it was horrible what he did, because what about all the people making a, mem- a uh, minimum wage salary that had to support that fight, and then he just basically took money out of their pocket? What do you think about that, Lunchbox? I don't even understand this point. I don't know what minimum wage person I took their job I did, or took money out of their pocket. The only pocket I took it out of was ESPN and Dana White for the UFC. But do you had, think it's okay to steal from someone if, just because they have a little more? Well, I, I don't consider— Are you Robin Hood? Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. I don't know who Robin Hood is, but— what? I, I, You're never, out of your mind. No, no, I, I promise you I've never seen Robin Hood, the movies you guys always rob, reference them. But, I mean, I, you've never heard of robbing I, somebody the goes to around pay the get, poor? Yeah, I've heard that. Okay, that's what but he he's does. He's not poor. That's my point. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. He's robbing the rich to, to keep money. Uh-huh. I didn't okay. rob anybody, guys. He's not they even... offered a refund. I didn't, I didn't go and be like, hey, I'm the only one that demands a refund. Everybody wanted a refund. Okay, so did you have to indicate in the email or message that you sent off that you had trouble with your... No, I just called and said, hey, you know, I, I was watching the UFC fights the other night and it was a little bit like, uh, you know, kind of slow. Oh, yeah, you we'll verbally you said lied. that. You, you lied. verbally, I thought maybe you sent an email. So with your mouth, you said <laughs> you were experiencing trouble. Look, I missed five minutes of the hype up. Like when it first starts, they have like 20 minutes of hype up, like where they do videos of showing the people training. I didn't see the first five minutes of that video because it didn't load properly. Okay, now he's oh, making up a story. Now it didn't okay. load. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. But, but I anyway. didn't miss a fight, and I got my money back. So I, I watched the fights and got to watch it for free. That sounds like I'm a on. great deal. I'm, I'm done. You guys can go to Facebook <laughs> and put up your, your messages there. Should be a good time over there. I did something on TikTok where I said, hey, uh, if you've, you know, ever wanted to be on the radio show, here you go. Put it up here with my voice and play, right? That was it. It's my TikTok's Mr. Bobby Bones. You can do something called stitching something. And so I had thousands of artists that have been stitching their performances to me going, all right, this is your shot. Here you go. Uh, let me hear you play. So here is the first one. I'm just going to play some of them this week. And I'm going to end up, we'll end up picking one and bringing them Ooh. up here to play. Oh, fun. Okay. Uh, this is Brittany Moore performing an original song called Jesus and Janice. Here's uh, some of this. I was raised in the first pew 
I grew up on the backseat of the bus, a Sunday school wild child. The kind of one no preacher wants to trust. My mama tried to keep me in the choir, said I was bound for the brimstone and fire. Sometimes you gotta take the heat, sometimes you gotta run. With a Bible in one hand, Ronald in the other, Greyhound ticket to a Woodstock summer. Found my salvation with those rock and roll angels singing. I'll fly away, me and Bobby McGee, John 316 on a Mercedes. Won't forget where I'm from, but I love where I landed, yeah. All right, there you go. That's that's that clip of Brittany Moore. Think about that. It's good. That's yeah, good. Pretty good. Uh, here is a girl named Georgia who is still in high school. This is uh, her performing a song. Um, here you go. Summer nights and the way we kissed you The hours done didn't know I missed it But when I heard her voice I couldn't breathe Tell your mom to stop calling me No disrespect, she's the nicest lady But she reminds me of you and lately I've been holding myself up from falling Just tell your mom to stop calling, calling, calling She... Sounds like Taylor Swift a little bit. Yeah, she really like, does. Like the, the youth in her voice, like when Taylor was a kid. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, I'm on TikTok, Mr. Bobby Bones. You can stitch up with that clip, and I mean, Mike D and I watch them constantly. Yeah, how many how many submissions it's do you get? So many that there's no way that right now I'm not able to go through them all. I'm we're wow. And the people that like my comments of them posting on there, they get elevated. So we're. I didn't expect there to be thousands and thousands of them. That's but cool. It's a lot, huh? It's a lot. But good. Listen, if I can just provide a way for people to have a shot, yeah, great. Love it. And TikTok's just another way to do that. There's a bank robber in Chicago. Goes into the bank and he writes, hey, I need $10,000 on the withdrawal slip because that's the way to do it. Just don't talk. They don't have your voice. But if you write it down, pass it to them. They're like, okay. And they get the bag and then give it to you. Except instead of handing them the slip that he wrote that on, he then handed them his ID. Oh, yeah. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. Got him. Had his photo, name, date of birth, all that. You got to wonder if as he's handing it, he he notices, oh, no, I'm handing the wrong thing. Like <laughs> when in that transaction of giving and taking does he go, oh, no. Because at some moment, he had to be like, well, crap. It's too late. Yeah, so that was it. They had him. At that point, they were like, well, he's trying to rob the bank. They activated the silent alarm. Then they said, okay. They gave him another ticket, said, write down what you want. And when he's doing all that. <laughs> That's what he should have known. It's right. a little too easy. Yeah. 12 minutes from the time the button was hit, they were there and arrested him. Because they're trying to kill time, right? Yes. And the next question is like, how do you want it? They're what like, bills? Well, so why's the sky blue, bud? <laughs> well, okay, I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> Great uh, question. I've been thinking about it. I mean, if you're going to go do something like that, just like don't even carry ID. Yeah, right? Like why yeah. would you keep a wallet in your back pocket? Because that happens too in these stories. Where you, you drop it behind. Yeah, where they're robbing mm-hmm. something and they, they lose their wallet or their car keys. Uh, okay, that's what's up. Amy, what's going on today? Yeah, just a normal day for me. I think podcast stuff. Oh, my daughter, I need a. I think we're going to maybe apply for a, a different school. So we're helping her with that application today. Because so what, far she's... What's the application? What does she have to do? Well, she's got to write an essay. And so far her first sentence is... Um, this. Why do you want to go to this school? Her answer is, it's actually where Eddie's kids go. Why do you want to go to this school? Because it's a lot closer to my house and I won't have to be in the car <laughs> as long. That's all you need. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> well, we might need to, yes. I know she doesn't want to sit in the car as long because where we currently go is pretty far. But yeah, she, <laughs> I was, we might need to tweak that a little bit. <laughs> but she couldn't get in before because her English wasn't good enough, right? Correct. Do you yeah. think it's better now? I 
I know it's better, but I still don't know for sure if it's it's quite there yet. All right, that's it for today. Thank you, guys. We will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show.